0: The sun sets you free. You are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome to episode 13. That's lucky number 13 Thirteen of the Free Indeed Podcast. Does 13 have a meaning? I am your host, Mike Hansen. <laughs> 13 might have a meaning, maybe not biblically so much, and that's uh, our handy... Information looker-upper over there, Kirk M. Samuels. That's right. The one that just kind of interrupted. I just <laughs> That's okay. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. We will keep interrupting. I was going back over a previous podcast, and it took us nearly three minutes to get to the question on one of these episodes back in the day. And so we're going to try to avoid that. So if you're listening to this for the first time, you might not realize that we have a format. Pretty simple. I ask a question, Kirk answers it, and we spend a few minutes talking about it. I like it because it's pretty real. And again, Kirk doesn't like to know these questions ahead of time, and so that is how we're going to stick with it this time. I have uh, written a number of questions, been sitting on my Evernote app for a long time now, and I'm finally getting around to asking them. So we are going to ask these questions and come along. So, But first of all, Kirk, how's your day been?
1: Um, let me see here. Let me do a systems check. Uh, Yep. Yeah, ready, set, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, today is officially BDE. It's officially BDE. Yeah. It's officially I'm going to have to BDE. go with the same thing. Yeah, it's the best day ever. Nice. B-D-E. Yeah, the meaning of number 13 is kind of creepy. I'm not going to read okay, it.
0: Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, We'll stick with it's been the B-D-E. Yeah. I came over here, and you're with your daughter, and I get to spend some time with my daughter today, so that makes yeah. part of our day a B D E, B-D-E, right? No doubt. We love being with our girls. Mm-hmm. Of course, I just sent mine off to California for school again because wow. she came home for a brief long weekend. Did you ship your kids off? That's right. Okay. I, I get sick of them. They just say, hey, see you later. <laughs> Actually, she's... Um, Really looking forward to coming back to Colorado next year when she's done with college. She's kind of misses it every time she leaves. California's not so great anymore. Mm. Anyway, um, here's the question that we've got for you, Kirk. I'm not even going to ask you if you're ready because I know you're always ready. question is, why is it important to take the long view of freedom?
1: Oh, That's a good one. That's a pretty good one. The long I view. I'd like to think so. <clears throat> the long view freedom like a lot of things this feels like a pageant (laughs) all of a sudden it's like uh you know like i'm on stage and there's a crown waiting in the wings and steve harvey's gonna give the wrong answer um anyhow um (laughs) yeah right the long view of freedom you know i um i've actually um man i've i've been kind of working on myself with this in a lot of different ways and You know, and I would think it doesn't even just apply to freedom. It applies to a lot of things, a lot of the deep kind of eternal, bigger picture things like purpose, like love, like intimacy, like relationship, like just meaning and all that kind of stuff. And and I guess what I'm getting at is, uh, you know, so many of those things are marathons. They're not sprints. Now, in our culture, we want everything right now. We want everything fast. We want an app. We want a pill. We want something to just come in and do what it's supposed to do and serve me and and make my life whatever I want my life to be. Find answers. I can sit here on my phone and look up the number of whatever, the meaning of the number, of whatever, and get the quick answer and that sort of thing. And so you know, but a lot of things in our life, man, we we think that. Uh, we think that everything should just be quick and easy, and some things are microwave, but most of the good things are crock pot, and and I think freedom is one cooking of cooking analogy. I like that cooking analogy. Yeah, yeah sure. having just
0: had some yeah. lunch dinner with you, that was good stuff. The wings it were was. good, but um, minutes to cook chicken wings.
1: But yeah, but you know, to 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 look at things in a long term view, especially like uh, keeping in the context of freedom, when you when you only view your freedom as a right now thing, and specifically when you view your freedom as a finish line, as a destination, like one day there's going to be a point where you're free and that's it. Um, then you're, you're setting yourself up for disappointment because in reality, freedom is a journey. It's not a destination. If anything, the destination is the journey. And so freedom is a process. And so many guys, um, especially so many guys that are that are looking for wanting to get free from pornography they you know they want to hurry up and get to the point where they're free and first of all if it takes you 30 years to get into something it's going to take you a while to get out of it oh yeah and 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 you got to be willing to give yourself grace and you got to be willing to give yourself time and you got to be willing to give yourself freedom to be on the freedom journey And maybe, you know, along that journey, if you travel from east to west in the United States, you're going to go through some hills and valleys. You're going to go through some mountains and valleys. Uh, And all of those are part of the journey. The mountains are part of the valleys and the valleys are part of the mountains. But when you look at it, when you look at freedom from a short term perspective, you think, okay, am I there yet? Am I there yet? Am I there yet? And you never when you focus on am I there yet? You are never focused on where you are. You, when, you, when you focus on there, you're never focused on here. And, and part of being present is being present in the moment. Part of being free is being present in the moment. And that's part of the, if I, if I could say, it's part of the emotional DNA or the pathology or whatever it is of, of porn consumption is never being present in the moment. Like, you know, always thinking about the next or the last or whatever it is. But just the art of being present is tough. And so you got to give yourself the freedom to just be in the moment right now. And, you know, and and freedom being that not quit, but freedom being a, a journey, not a destination and freedom being a marathon, not a sprint just makes it easier to 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 just keep the big picture in mind as opposed to just, you know, as opposed to just am I free yet or am I there yet? And it's like when you're driving in a car and. You got the kids in the backseat and you're driving from coast to coast. And are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And how do you feel as a parent <clears throat> when that happens? And, and and that's, you know, that's because part of that. And, you know, when we were growing up, man, that was, you know, when you actually locked into the journey, then it got kind of cool because then you could see stuff changing. You can play the little license plate game and, you know, I spy and all that kind of stuff. And you can enjoy the journey. But you understand that it is a journey. And so when you keep that perspective, then you're able to enjoy the journey and enjoy the process as opposed to just, am I there yet? Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Cause then you'll, you'll just frustrate yourself even more and probably set yourself up for failure or for some kind of slip or, or stumble as well. So part of the,
0: excuse me, part of the, uh, help with taking a long view of freedom allows us to live in the moment and actually enjoy the
1: journey uh, of being in freedom. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, be enjoying the journey is important and journey and, and enjoying the, the moment in the journey and being present in the journey and being present with your pain and being present with your experience. It's like, what, a, what am I feeling right now? <clears throat> what am I feeling? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling lonely? Am I feeling depressed? Am I feeling bored? Am I feeling happy? Am I feeling love? Am I feeling whatever? But you can only know what you're feeling if you're present in the moment to know that. And so being able to be present in the moment to know that also opens you up to recognize what, is that feeling, what, what, what does that feeling cause me to do or what does that feeling make me want to do? And, and again, all of that's part of just being in the moment and being present. So being in the moment
0: can uh, be a freedom in itself because you're allowed to feel whatever you're feeling, which is also a freedom in itself because how we feel in a moment um, often doesn't happen, doesn't happen by choice. Sometimes we feel, and it's a lot of just reaction. Um, taking a long view of freedom means that, you know, freedom doesn't ever come to an end and doesn't always mean that the freedom is going to be a perfectly straight journey. Perfectly, um, I don't know, per- you just mentioned the hills and the valleys. So it's never going to be that perfect, um, easy road on this journey of freedom.
1: You know, that was actually a great point that you just brought up and it was kind of a, 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 a diamond in the middle of that in the middle of that mind. You just uh you just put in the whole idea of if you want freedom now, find freedom in the present. Find freedom in the now. You know, I mean the 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 freedom being a journey, a long term journey is one thing, but when you're able to appreciate the now and to be present in the now, then you can find freedom in the now. And oh by the way, If you are struggling with something like like pornography, if you're struggling with porn and you're not actively consuming porn, then in the moment, you can find freedom from that that you can then build on later. And you can say, you know what? I mean, if I can just be present in the moment, present in the emotion, present in the experience of right now, then I don't have to or, or I can build that muscle. And then later on, I don't need to medicate when I'm feeling stressed or when I'm feeling shame or guilt or when I'm feeling whatever, where you can just build the art of being present in the moment. And I mean, I think that that's, that is a, that's a phenomenal kind of concept, actually just freedom in the now freedom in the moment. Like right now, like every moment, there's a whole universe in every moment. I'm getting pretty philosophical here, but I like that. Yes. But every moment there's a universe in every universe. There's like one moment and we are one moment in this universe. Like our lifespan our 90 year, whatever lifespan of our individual lives is like a blip on the radar. And so our lives are just a moment. And so if we can just appreciate even the moments in our lives, then, you know, we can, we can learn to appreciate just the freedom moments available in our lives and and what that journey is. And just being able to be present in that thing, even if it's not comfortable, every moment is not comfortable, but just being able to go inside of that moment and to explore and to, and to check it out. It's pretty powerful, man. Yeah, there's
0: that that particular kind of freedom to be able to do exploration. Um, the layers of freedom, I think, are important too because we're talking about, you know, you're you're changing your behavior to be free from consuming porn, but we're about free indeed and not just free. We're free indeed, and that is the depth that Christ is asking us to and, and inviting us to because it's a layer of freedom that says you don't have to just not look at pornography you can be free to be your full self and it circles back around to i know we've touched on this and that is the idea of finding true purpose and meaning and true direction for your life i don't think a lot of that can be found unless you're in that place of deep freedom any thoughts on that
1: yeah well you know even going back to the whole notion of free indeed and and, you know why we even stand on the the two words free indeed you know even just biblically speaking you know yeah Jesus was saying like man if you you can you know the truth then that truth will set you free I mean having the the truth of information, I mean that'll set you free, and so you know if 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 you just want free quote unquote those four letters, you know, then find out what the truth is and and sometimes the truth is not a what sometimes the truth is a who, which is a whole other conversation, oh, yeah, um you know, but to take that two verses later. You know, and he says, "So if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed." And that sun is a capital S, so that sun is not uh, is not a, um, a a certain role in the family. That sun is a it's a proper noun. It's a person, and and so you know when you know that sun, and uh, and you allow that sun to to come into your life and to shine metaphorically S-U-N, light into your dark places, then that S O N can now take you, your freedom to a whole nother level where you're free indeed. Like, I like, like nothing can hold me back right now. Like, you know, it's not just a notion of being free where, you know, there's a difference between, you know, between freedom and, 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 and just abstinence. Oh yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, just like there's a difference between, you know, starving and fasting. Right. I mean, just because you don't do it doesn't mean you're free from it. <laughs> And so, you know, the whole notion of free indeed kind of takes it to a whole other level of, man, I am like, not only am I free defensively, but I am free indeed offensively. And that's the main difference between those two. Yeah, that we've talked about this before where it's freedom in your thinking. It's freedom that's
0: within you. Um, instead of your thoughts continually thinking about the last or the next or why can't I be there? It's thinking about, okay, how can I do something better with myself? How can I... Do something to help others because that is, I think, the best path to freedom that is giving yourself away to other people. So related to that, I wanted to ask you, tell me about freedom in the sense that we're talking about uh,
1: and intimacy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Um, Wow. You're a great question to ask her. Um, Freedom and intimacy. Man, you talk about being present. You cannot be intimate without being present, period. You can, it is impossible to be intimate without being present at the same time. And, and, and hence, you know, that's why they call it the present because it's a gift. And intimacy is also a gift that you can give away to somebody or that you can share with somebody. But being able to be, um, being able to be present, being able to be intimate, being able to be in the now, being able to be free, you know, I, true intimacy is freedom. I mean, that's, that's like the, probably the, the purest form of freedom because you you just open i mean you, you know you, there there's no limits no boundaries i mean when you're when you're intimate with you know something or someone ideally in a good way um you know that that's the that's the emotional the physical the spiritual that's the holistic expression of freedom is is intimacy and, and when you find freedom you find intimacy when you find freedom from from porn, you find the intimacy that you've been looking for your entire life and, and you know and we we have a hard time sometimes grasping that, and I tell people all the time every guy looking at porn is looking for the deepest form of intimacy that he's always wanted, but he's always been afraid from afraid of, and he's always thought he could never have, but he's looking for true and deep intimacy even in something that's destructive to him um and and so when you find artificial intimacy, you're going to find slavery. When you find true intimacy, actual intimacy, you'll find
0: freedom. So finding artificial, artificial and superficial intimacy equals slavery. Finding true intimacy equals freedom. Absolutely. Cause I was just thinking about that a few minutes ago in terms of the superficialness of porn consumption is a layer of intimacy, but it is not true intimacy and right. it's not freedom at all yeah
1: it's an artificial form of intimacy, and everything artificial kind of leaves you wanting more i mean everything you know artificial kind of leaves you empty and leaves you hollow and you know and, and porn consumption you know when you're done looking at porn at uh w- at the end of your session I'm just going to use at the end of that particular instance, you never feel fulfilled. I mean, you might feel release from endorphins and oxytocin and all those other things, but you never feel fulfilled. You never feel like, yes, I mean, I feel better about myself. <laughs> Not I feel good. I'm talking about right. I feel like better about myself. Like, I mean, because if it was something that made you feel better about yourself, you wouldn't do it by yourself. I mean, that, I mean, it, it, the way it plays out in our lives is is kind of indicative of, of what it is, so it, though it doesn't make us feel better about ourselves, it, it actually pushes us further into the emptiness of the hollowness, of the shallowness of of what I am not and what I can never ever have. Because porn consumption, porn sex is artificial, even in nature, it's manufactured, it's produced, it, it's it's lighting, it's it's surgeries, it's you know drugs drug consumption by the actors to get them to perform that way. And it is a performance. You know, there's stunt doubles and body doubles that you don't even know are substituted in. I mean, there's consumption. I mean, there's, there's so many things that all point to unrealism or just something that's unrealistic and and something that's artificial and false. Intimacy, on the other hand, especially, you know, that, that, that true intimacy that brings you a sense of freedom, it brings you a sense of fulfillment. Like, I'm satisfied. Like you know, my cup never runs dry. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's where that whole notion comes from biblically. Even that, my cup never runs dry. It doesn't run dry because it's constantly being poured into, and that's what that that's what a, a level of intimacy looks like. Even intimacy with Christ, intimacy with God, in that my cup is not empty because He's always pouring into my cup. It's it's a it's a river of living water. It's it's a flow. I mean, all of these are biblical concepts of water flowing. But that's what the true intimacy and and the freedom involved in that or associated with that feels like. I mean, it feels like I'm full. Like I have, if you want a destination, that's a destination for you. I mean, intimacy is a journey. The fulfillment in intimacy, the freedom in intimacy intimacy is definitely a destination where it just feels good. Like, yes, you can recognize it when it comes because you realize you just had a moment of pure
0: freedom, whether it's intimacy an act of service, whatever it might be, and you realize, hey, I was free to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that took me to a place that I didn't know I could go because I have a new part of me that's that's better. And Absolutely.
1: You, you don't get any of that when you're consuming porn. No. You always end up less than. <laughs> yes. Like, seriously, I mean, if you even think physically, I mean, even if, if you think just purely physically, anatomically, physiologically, Porn consumption, you always leave with less than you started in some way. Right. I'll let you use your imagination. You always leave, but in several ways, I think, you always leave with less than. You never You never walk away from that experience with more than what you started or more than what you had at first. You have less self-esteem. You have less whatever. I mean, you have less connection. Yeah, I mean, so on and so forth. The only thing I think you have more of is guilt. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and and the associated shame that, that guilt builds and becomes and more isolation and, and more seclusion and so on and so forth and we're relational beings we're wired for relationship and so if you're not living in relationship and if you're living alone and isolated and cut off then you are not living in intimacy and you're not living in freedom
0: because
1: mm. freedom will bring you to a place of man I just I feel better I feel more fulfilled I have rights I have you know I have things that that I can that I'm allowed to do now.
0: I mean, that's what freedom brings you. That's what I was right next going to go to is tell me the experience in your journey of freedom and things you've done that involve risk. So,
1: how has freedom allowed <laughs> you to risk um, every day? <laughs> there is risk every single day in terms of just identity, just vulnerability, and and uh, just the whole notion of of living life as a risk like living life vulnerable and when you live life vulnerable you are by definition living a risk-filled life were you living in any vulnerability
0: emotionally or with intimacy before all this not
1: at all absolutely not at all it was the opposite of vulnerability i don't know what that word is if you give me a couple minutes maybe i can come up with whatever the opposite of vulnerability is um Guarded, I don't know, but I mean, I just no, absolutely, nobody ever saw the insides of me. Nobody ever saw like true emotion or wounds or hurts or any of that kind of stuff. Nobody ever saw that. What everybody saw was the funny, overweight guy that you know that just made everybody laugh, and and you know I was the you know the the clown with the tracks and you know of tears going down my like nobody knew how lonely the clown was and how how painful his existence was because I guarded that and kept it out. And so, yeah, there was no risk in terms of any personal internal risk. There was no vulnerability. And now I happen to just choose a life of that is vulnerable. and And, you know, it is risky because I could get hurt. I do get judged. <laughs> I do get criticized. I do get made fun of. And I do get... All those kinds of things, um, but it is what it is, and and I'm you know I'm secure enough to to know that you know I don't live for people's affirmation and that sort of thing, and so so yeah, I mean every day for me is risk because the way I choose to live involves being vulnerable, and and that's the definition of emotional risk, I think. Yeah, I'm just sensing that there's a freedom allows
0: us to be able to be present as we're talking about intimacy inherently involves a little bit of risk. Uh, maybe not just a little bit sometimes for the guy listening, who is so afraid to share his inmost person. That is surely not a place of freedom. And I was going to ask the question, how does a guy know when he is free? And that partly is one of the answers and that is he's willing to risk. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, just the fact that, uh, four and a half years ago, you risked this class. This class tells a lot of your story. And obviously it tells a lot of your journey with what you discovered about yourself. And it's a risk. Every time we put this class out there, it's a risk because you're putting your story out there and you're sharing parts of yourself. And yet that's a freedom. And for me personally, uh, when it comes to risk, I can have conversations with guys and I still remember the first time I was in a setting where I actually brought up um, my past porn problem with women in the room. I I would never have done that had I not been living this journey of freedom Mm -hmm. because man, did I really worry about what they thought of me. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to share it because it's part of my story and it needs to be talked about. And the risk is worth the reward because that next guy needs this, that next guy who might hear that needs to hear that he's not alone. And I had a similar, I'm not going to go into detail, but Because I was willing to share just this last week, I was able to open up with a conversation with somebody
1: who I hope to keep going on a conversation with. Yeah. Uh, If you want to consider freedom, you know, the the whole notion of um, caring about what people think, that's a form of slavery. Oh, I know. That's a form of not being free. You know, I mean, so, yeah, freedom, even the risk and vulnerability allows you to be free just because, you know, just because, man, I can just, I'm free to be me. And the the greatest thing you can be inside of freedom is you. I mean, just, you know, and so, man, just in the moment of, yeah, when we do get in those situations and settings and people ask me all the time, like, man, how do you just tell your story like that? How do you just put all that in a book? Um and, you know, it just, is, it allows me to be free because I don't have to pretend. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't have to. There's no pretending. You don't have to lie or think. Yes. Or, you know, how do you get around this? And I don't have to remember. Exactly. Like, I don't have to remember. Like, when I used to be, you know, uh, uh, an expert liar, I used to always have to remember what I said or remember what I told this person or remember what I, where I said I was or what I said I was doing and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, now I don't have to remember Jack. I mean, I just walk into the room and, you know, and i can just i can just go i can just be me and yeah i'm the, i walk into the room yep i'm the guy 30 or first 40 years of my life man i was pouring out to the max i mean and just be that and be that openly and be able to live with depth and not just on the surface like we do so much in our culture but yeah there's so much freedom in being able to just say i don't even care what people think i know
0: the another indicator is how deep do you actually want to talk about yourself um, or at least re- be willing to reveal yourself that there 's depth freedom to me equals more depth, and it 's the again the opposite of such superficial consumption of something that 's a false intimacy uh, we 're kind of winding down, but I wanted to bring in a couple more questions um, when it comes to freedom for the guy wondering if he is free or even if he's if it 's possible for him to find freedom, what about feelings? we know we talked about this a little bit in terms of emotional presence, but um, can you share what you think of some of the dangers of how, if you feel free or not?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, feeling, Feelings will fool you, I've heard several times. And, and yeah, we can't, especially as men, we can't allow our feelings to dictate our actions and definitely not our identity. Because, you know, how often do you, I mean, let's get real, guys. How often do you feel like a great man? How often do you feel like I'm a great dad? How often do you feel like, you know, uh, whatever, I, I'm a great husband or I'm a great whatever? You know, unfortunately, if you waited for yourself to feel like something, you would never do most things. And and so when you depend on your feelings to set your identity You're going to be schizophrenic because your feelings change every day based on your mood, based on your emotions, based on your circumstances. And and somebody could tell you something that could make you, you know, they could say something really hurtful or painful and and uh, and can make you question all kinds of stuff. But, you know, man, all the time, my son affirms me as a father. And I'm like, dude, if you only knew, (laughs) like if you only if you only knew how much I'm like, man, what is a father? You know, what is a man? Um, you know, at times I thought, what is a husband? What is a, we're doing all this stuff that most of us don't, most of us didn't have a good father figure or a good stable upbringing. Somebody to model it for us. Right. And so you can't depend on your feelings because your feelings, you know, your feelings kind of come and go based on a whole lot of things. Your diet, your body chemistry, the weather, um, is it time to pay the mortgage, uh, rent, um you name it i mean the the person sleeping next to you in bed what's their mood today i mean your your boss your employees i mean there's so many factors that go into how you feel at any given moment i think it's important to understand and to recognize and to be emotionally aware at that moment but at the same time feelings and freedom i mean you're wasting your time if you're if you're looking for feelings to give you an indication of your of your freedom. That's a great point and i wanted
0: to finally ask um it's exactly related so here's a guy at the end of our time together saying okay i believe i can be free
1: just speak to the power of choice now in this in freedom oh yeah you're not a victim you're not a whoever you are you're not a victim you know the difference between victim and victor is the last two letters you know and you know the the victim can easily look in the mirror and say I'm this, I'm this, I'm, and wonder about you know what was me. The victor is a O R. It's a choice, and you have a choice to be a victor as opposed to a victim. Now there are things that happen in our lives that we can't control that that are that are outside of our realm of control that are above our pay grade, but that doesn't mean you're a victim, and that doesn't mean you have to be a victim to whatever your circumstances. I don't care what your past is, I don't care what your education is, I don't care how deep your trap is and how much you look at porn and how much that tells you that you're a bad person and, and all those kinds of things. I know that voice. I know that voice had me in the back of my car ready to end my life. Um, But at the same time, you know, on the other side of being that victim, you have the power to make a choice and making a choice is establishing yourself as a, as a victor and a victor sometimes is somebody that just survives. And but choice is absolutely a part of it. I, you know, I'm all about I'm not I don't give any guy a pass for um, whether or not, you know, uh, whether or not they can or can't. No, you can. I mean, you know, the impossible is just two words. I'm possible. And so, you know, you, you got to make that choice and then you got to do what you need to do to bring that choice to reality. But choices is, is huge and choice is key. God gave us the power of choice. He gave us the power to choose him or not. <laughs> mm, yeah. And if he gave us the power to choose him or not, we absolutely have the power to choose porn or not. Excuse me, one created as the other one you know destroys us, so yeah, the whole notion of choice is key and it's it's something that's foundational, but we can't allow that enemy we can't allow that shame and that guilt to make us think we don't have a choice because you do Exa- exactly and absolutely and I
0: just would reiterate. Don't underestimate the power of just small choices, small choices, Cho- small choices over a period of time. But that period of time could be as short as a morning. It could be as short as an hour. And then before you know it, you're making better choices throughout a day and then a week. And yeah. I'm talking from experience. Kirk's talking from experience here. Um, the power of choice is, is huge when it comes to your freedom.
1: It almost sounds like you're
0: saying you're just one step away. It is kind of that, oh, that direction. Okay. One Step Away, that might sound familiar to anybody listening to our podcast. (laughs) That's what you call an (laughs) alley-oop. That's right. An alley-oop to my coaching practice that is now more official as of uh,
1: today when we recorded. Come on, man. What is that? What happened? We got some good news, man. Yes, I uh,
0: finished my uh, associate certified coach credential this morning on a huge final... it's an assessment. It's not really a test. It's just an assessment. And so that was the last step. So, Boom. So now I'm an officially... Official. It's through the International Coach Federation, and so I can say I've got a little bit of credentialing behind nice. my, my name here. So You're certified. I'm
1: certifiable.
0: That's right. <laughs> so now I've got a couple of letters behind my name nice. to, to add there, but it doesn't make me any smarter. I just like it's all about asking good questions, and that's what we're here about. This podcast is sort of an extension of my coaching practice because it's, just, it's asking good questions and it's having a great conversation. So... With that, let's end into episode 13 of the Free Indeed podcast. Go out there and make some positive choices to find your freedom today. Thanks for listening to the Free Indeed podcast. Visit FreeIndeed36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.